You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome in the Friday edition. No, it's not Friday. Uh, what's the day, Joe? Thursday edition of Inside the Locker Room. Can't even keep up with my day. The school is back in session in the city schools for sure. And I believe the county, but I'm not 100% sure on the county. I know TA doesn't start back till next week, but uh, the kiddos will be out this morning headed to school. So be careful as you drive through the neighborhoods with the buses. Uh, coming through and the kids getting back to school and all the tennis moms are happy, Joe. They can go play tennis today and not have to go to yoga or whatever they like to do when the kids go to school. So there's a lot of happy uh, parents uh, around Tuscaloosa this morning. 205-342-9904 is the phone number. If you'd like to get in on the show with us this morning, we'd love to have you in. We love all the calls. Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email address for the show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone and you can take us with you anywhere you go. If you're going to build, you want to build it right. And if you're going to build the five star backyard, the deck, the pergola, whatever you need, then use pressure treated pine from Great Southern. Where do you find it? Go to yellowwood.com. You can put in your zip code there. It'll pull up the dealer closer to you. And always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm doing okay. Um, games last night in basketball. Um, Auburn Chiefs 21% uh, from the three, as we talked about, how poor they are outside. And get beat by Georgia, 76-64 at Georgia, and a big crowd there. Uh, Georgia's improved some. Georgia's uh, Auburn is not uh, what they have been in the past. They just don't shoot as well. Inside game got a little bit better last night, but uh, they got uh, taken away by by uh, Georgia. Texas A&M forgot their jerseys and left their jerseys in the hotel when they got to Florida. And so the officials didn't know what to call. I think they called the conference office. They called everybody trying to figure out something like it ever happened. Uh, of course, it's a televised game. So they started the game with a technical foul. And the technical foul, I think, is about the only time that uh, uh, Florida led. Uh, so Florida shoots one free throw. Uh, Texas A&M actually hangs on to win that game. Only only a road team that's won in the last two weeks, uh, except for the Alabama and Tennessee games. Um and A&M wins that game 66-63 after leaving their uniform, um, top of uniforms in the dressing room. Uh, not in the dressing room, in the motel. Missouri keeps you off balance. Missouri plays a lot of zone defense. They press you some. They got big They got big guys that, that run the boards well. Kids from Huntsville is very, very good. Um they fought, uh, stayed ahead of Arkansas for a long way, end up getting beat at Arkansas 74-68. But Missouri's a 
a team that I would say, if I pick the top five, might slide into the top five, and then Auburn might slide out. So um, Arkansas, A&M, and Georgia won last night. And um, we, we've got now the, the seventh uh, – uh, the other games, too, that, that uh, um, were big last night were um, – UNL, um, uh, excuse me, Duke got beat 84-60. to 84-60, to 60, Coach K had become that retirement. TCU beat Baylor, which was a pretty big win there. Um, Bobby Petrino uh, turned his back uh, on UNLV after, after signing up as the offensive coordinator. Uh, turned his back on them and went to Texas A&M. Bobby Petrino's a barking goat. Uh, he he just jumps around whatever he wants to do. Um, let's see. You don't think Bobby Trino should have done that? Well, if he told the guy was that I don't know that he should have. Should he have? I mean, I don't know. I'm sure he quadrupled his money. Probably. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Joe, would you have done that? You committed to go with Barry Odom to Vegas. Jimbo Fisher called and said, I need you to come run the ball plays here. Would you leave? Uh, at this point in January, I don't think it's immoral. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. okay, Kentucky's at Alabama at um, at noon on on Saturday. Um, Arkansas is at Auburn. That's the 7.30 uh, uh, time for us on the SEC network. Uh, Vanderbilt's at Missouri. Um, Vanderbilt's... Uh, Shot 35 free throws to win that game the other night. Uh, so things have hadn't changed in Nashville. Um, Georgia goes to Florida. Ole Miss is at Mississippi State uh, in a game where State can't shoot it very well. Ole Miss is struggling as well. And Tennessee is at South Carolina, and South Carolina is big-time struggling. And LSU is at Texas A&M, and LSU is playing – very, very good, playing well, well coached, do a good job with their team for a team that lost all their players. They'll be at A&M. That should be a good game in Arkansas. I said it's at Auburn. That's it. All right. Um, forgetting their jerseys. We were playing Syracuse in the semifinals of NIT. In Syracuse, we were the home team. And Syracuse brought their white jerseys uh, to the arena. And uh, the officials, I think they let us start the game with both teams in white jerseys. And then they took a cab, fast like, of course, in New York, trying to get back to the Marriott and Times Square and get those uniforms. They came in and they, they called a timeout and they had to run to the locker room and change in the middle of the game. I had a game during the Brookwood tournament. And, of course, if you were in the bottom, it was the second day. If you were in the bottom bracket, you were a home team, which means in basketball you wear white. We're going to dress. The guy called me and I said, Coach, is there any chance that you bring both uniforms? And I said, no, we were supposed to be home, so I brought white. So I scooped up our jerseys, and my two best players, I got the wrong color jersey. The other one's got it right, but two best players don't have the jerseys. 
what do you do? So if you're a coach there, do you go take off two guys at the end of your bench? Say, look, bro, you ain't wearing the jersey tonight. I'm going to take your jersey. What do you do? What would you do in that situation, Jed and Joe? The guy had. Make them learn a lesson. High schoolers need to learn a lesson. Well, it was the coach's fault. Coach needs to learn a lesson. He needs to go, to go be accountable to his player and say, I'm sorry, Johnny, I forgot your jersey. Your two best player, are you going to take. You got the end of your bench's jersey. I mean, that's probably the better solution. <laughs> Dad, what would you do? You had, I, didn't I didn't understand what you did. I'm white. This guy went and scooped up what he thought was his blue uniforms. But to, in the monks of the wash, he scooped up 10, or my, I'm guessing the number, 10 blue jerseys and two white Accidentally, he didn't get the two guys' blue jerseys. It had to be his two best players. So his two best players had the wrong jersey. What do you do? On an opponent's team? Yeah. I mean, what do you, what if you're, yeah, what do you, how do you work it out? Anyway, I'll tell you how it worked out. It's not that good. I just play. Uh, so. The Brookwood coach said, well, I've got an extra set of white jerseys. I can give you, or whatever, blue jerseys, and I can give you two of those. Whatever. So he ended up giving them two jerseys that were the proper color, and they had two guys had on Brookwood jerseys, and the rest of them had on Oakman jerseys. So that's how they solved it. Uh, can you, What do you think that manager – they're getting ready. They're out there shooting around in their shorts and their dry fit shirt or whatever. And then they come in. They're going to have a meeting. What do you think went through his mind when he realized, wait a minute, I put those jerseys in the closet and I didn't get the jerseys and the game's getting ready to start in 10 minutes. What do you think that guy, what do you think he did? The guy that did it? <laughs> yeah, the manager or whatever. He got, he got somebody to get there as fast as he could and went to the coach and admitted it. So, so that would be Joe Corona coming in there to you saying, hey, coach, uh, you're at Florida. We left a, I left a jersey at the hotel. What would you have said to Joe Corona? I said, Joe Corona, get the jersey back here as fast as you can. And they said, well, coach, we're going to have to start this game with a technical. Well, that's the only time, that's the only time Florida led. <laughs> well, what would you have said? And he said – we're going to start this game with a technical. I wouldn't have liked it. Would you have jumped on the manager? Uh, probably. What if you had a guy that was playing out there and you looked out there during the first quarter and you didn't see any – this happened to me. You didn't see any socks. See, I don't, so you thought maybe you had on like feet socks. And so you call timeout. You say, where are your socks? And he says, coach, I forgot my socks. And he's been out there playing with no socks on. What well, if he had forgotten his socks, I would have had the manager get him some socks. If he thought it was cute to play without them, uh, I would have benched him. Well, he didn't think it was cute. But, you know, this okay. is high school. We ain't got an equipment manager. You got what's in well, your I've got, I've, I've gotten him some socks off somebody. If he's my, one of my better players, a starter for me, I've got, I got him some socks. So, yeah, so he ended up somehow winking up to one of the girls' players, and she threw down her dirty socks, and he put them on during timeout. Joe, what guy didn't have no socks on. I'm talking about jerseys and socks. That's a good – I mean, at least he found some. 
So every time now when I bring the team up, like last night I brought them up, tell them what uniform we're going to wear, what shooting shirt, and I say, pack your socks. You Packs would think there's some forget. things that you shouldn't have to say. Like, if you're a baseball coach, Dad, do you tell them to bring their glove? You know, if you're a, any kind of coach, you don't tell them to bring anything. You, you expect them to bring it. And you, you go from there. I mean, you can't spend all your time worrying about that. Barry, that's how you find out which kids are taking take, taking it seriously or not. But unfortunately, the best players are normally the ones that forget things. So maybe you need to be harder on the best players. So then there's there's some schools that take up their uniforms and they do all the laundry and they bring the uniform to us and I ain't doing all that now. Y'all go do your own laundry and uh, anyway. So we played Syracuse in Madison Square Garden at South Carolina. I think we both teams had on white uniforms and it was it was Jim Beheim's fault. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline and get Bryce in. Good morning, Bryce. Very good morning, Coach. Good morning. Uh, listen, how, how long do you think this thing with Jimbo and Bobby Petrino is going to work? Bryce, roll I mean, your window. Roll your window up, Bryce. I, I ain't got my window down, sir. Oh, okay. Sounds like a lot of wind oh, noise. No, let me catch. Well, I where it's coming from. Yeah. Anyway, uh, is that better? Yeah, no, but go ahead. I just got the phone up. Anyway. How long do you think this is going to work? That's too big to see goes out there. Jimbo ain't going to give that up. Jimbo is – all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang up and let, let Dad and I answer that. I can't, if you can get a better – well, you're not in a wind tunnel. Uh, Dad, Jimbo Fisher's in desperation mode right right now. He's got to do something to clean up his offense. Bobby Petrino, I agree with you. He is a barking goat, but he is a great offensive coordinator. Uh, yeah, right. I think he is. Uh, I think he's very good offensively. Very, very good. Is Jimbo Fisher in desperation mode? Well, I think, I think, uh, I think Jimbo also stated that he was going to have his hand in the offense. He didn't want. He doesn't want Bobby to get complete credit. Uh, you know, you don't say that. If you're going to say, you know, he's going to take over. He's going to be our offense coordinator and run our show. That's what you say. I'm going to have my hand in it, but we're going to. Um, what he's actually doing is is pleasing the athletic director, uh, pleasing the fans that are fussing at him about trying to find something to fuss at him about because he's not winning, and that's the reason he's doing it. So, uh, the athletic director's probably been to him and says, you know, for your sake, you better, you better, you better get somebody in here. Now he's t- he's told Bobby probably that Bobby's going to run it. Or Bobby, I don't know whether Bobby would leave again and go back to UNLV or not. Bobby, Bobby stays dissatisfied all the time, and um, and you get a guy like that. And yeah, you know, I'm going to turn it over to you, Barry. But if we get beat uh, 21 to 20, and I I felt like we should have been doing something else, you know, I I'm barking at you about one thing, and you're saying you're going to run something else. Um, you don't think uh, Bobby Petrino is a good offense coordinator? I didn't say he wasn't. I, didn't, I don't know that. He, I don't know that he's a good, uh, good enough person to 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 have a staff with him on of offensive coaches. Everybody, everybody that listens to our show, including you guys, think the offensive coordinator does. He he doesn't do. He does it all. He gets all kind of input from the guys around him, and they have a, they have they pretty much have, have harmony among themselves most places. Uh, and and so, uh, 
I don't know I got crackers on this thing. Uh, I don't. All right, uh, we'll get the break here. We'll get everybody scooped back up. I don't know. We have Bryce in a wind tunnel and everything else. But 205-342-9904. Take a break, reset, get Bryce back on. I think he was better as well. Two-minute truck out, 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth. We want local. Out of town, out of state, let the professionals handle it. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. 205-247-5050. That is two minute truck movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, got a wreck on US 82 at Daffron Road in Duncanville. You can expect delays in the westbound lane. Everything else looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. It's a brand new month, brand new year, and brand new savings for you at Townsend Nissan. Go grab a deal. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Thursday morning. We told you recently about federal dollars appropriated for a new Woolsey Fennell Bridge that takes McFarland Boulevard across the Warrior River. It'll take the busy thoroughfare from four to six lanes and include a pedestrian walkway. The massive project will combine federal, state, and local funding, but according to Tuscaloosa Mayor Walt Maddox, the project will probably not get underway before the end of the decade. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley. Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. 365, 24-7. You'll find road and utility crews, tow trucks, law enforcement, and first responders working along Alabama's roadway. We're making improvements and helping our communities stay connected. We're working hard to make sure you're safe on the road. Now we need your help to make sure we're safe, too. Alabama's move over law requires you to move over a lane when you see flashing lights on the roadside. And if you can't safely move over, please slow down. Visit drivesafealabama.org. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about that sound? You're listening to a set of GE appliances. Complete coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, Fencing, playsets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A little cooler today. The sky mostly sunny, the high at 60. Tonight clear with the low at 36. Tomorrow partly to mostly sunny, the high 58. And Saturday partly sunny during the day, then a chance of showers Saturday night, the high 62. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 39 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9. For more coverage of Alabama football, visit us at Tide100.9.com or download the free Tide 100.9 app. The Crimson Tide will not be denied. What is it? Forbidden 
You like that song, Dad? Yeah, it's a good song. You want, me, you want to sing it? Not really. I got a great story about Jenny uh, when we don't have phone calls. Oh, my goodness, Jenny. Whew. All right, uh, Yellowwood Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. All right, let's get back to the wind tunnel. Get Bryce in. You bet. That's better, Bryce. You must have left that carnival ride. You well, were on. I don't know till you tell me. And I'm sorry about that. Listen, right. uh, this thing with Jimbo and Bobby Petrino, uh, if Jimbo ain't gonna give it up, I, I give it to the half of the season. It's that long. You don't J- think Jimbo's too? Yeah, he's too. Uh, got too much ego. That's the word I'm looking for. And Bobby Petrino too. That ain't gonna work. That's like. Missing oil and water, baby. What <laughs> yeah, do you think? Uh, I hear you, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I think Petrino is a great offensive coordinator. I really do believe he that. Uh, but they were talking about Jimbo was still going to be involved in the – if he's going to hire Bobby Petrino, uh, I think you hire a guy like that, you got to just be ready to give him the offense and let him do it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you can meddle in it. Dad, your thoughts on a guy, a guy like Well, the, the, my thought is simply this. It, it will last certainly the first year because he's under contract and they're not going to spend that kind of money without without doing it. So he he fought for a contract. I don't know where he got to a three-year contract, but they, they're not going to put it down for after the first year. Um, the biggest thing is Bobby Petrino either has to hire his own people around him uh, the people that he puts up in the offices, or the people that are going to be assistants to him, or that he has to be able to get to be uh, able to be uh, cohesive with the other guys that that are on the staff. That's my question. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, Coach, but uh, it's just that both of them are hotheads. But we'll see. That might be a good thing because I I'm kind of wanting not to blow up down there anyway. Yeah, Bob uh, Petrino is 61 now. Do you change as you get a little bit older and realize? Probably not, Barry. Probably not. Okay. All right. Hey, uh, I, another thing, did you hear that rumor about Kendall Brown? I can't see that being a step up, leaving Arkansas and going to uh, Mississippi State. Unless the honeymoon's over in Arkansas, they're not getting along. Yeah, I did, you hear that rumor? I did not hear the rumor. Um, you know, at least sometimes these coaches have great relationships with one another, and um, so you know, I don't know that. For, I know they did keep the defensive co- the guy who called the game for the defense. They did keep him as defensive coordinator. Um, it'd be interesting to see there. No, I did not hear that, but maybe Kendall Browles realizes his time in Arkansas is limited. With I don't know, be interesting yeah. to see. Hey, uh, Coach Wimp. Yes. I, I saw last night on the uh, 10 o'clock news where uh, Arch Manning is going to be a uh, speaker for UNA thing at August. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. Arch Manning's a nice, nice guy. I like him. Yeah. Nice when guy. is that? I, w- I would be worth going and watching. Uh, when is it, Bryce? He's going to be at the hotel. It's August. At Marriott. Yeah. Okay. All right, great, yeah. great stuff there, Brian. Hey, yes, sir. And now, Coach Wimp. Yeah. Uh, they uh, uh, just came and made the news last night. I don't know if you ever watched the ID channel. Uh, 
Uh, no, back I don't. about 10 years ago, uh, the Destler coach that used to be a player, Bree Rutland, I think he played for North Alabama too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they had on there about what happened to him, you know, when he come up murdered. It was on the ID channel last night. I watched that. What, what, what did happen? Was he, did he drowned or something? Or no, they shoot him? Uh, they were in a, uh, he was a bookie. Uh, on the side, and the guy owed him some money. He went over there to collect it. Well, no, the guy coached him over there to collect it. He went over there to uh, collect the money to get his money, yeah. and the guy killed him and threw him off the railroad trestle. Yeah. Mm. And, and put blocks on him and everything. That happened 10 years ago. I forgot all about it. Did he, uh, the guy, get penalty? Did they, they get the guy, put him up? Yeah, they got the guy. Uh, he uh, He's in life. He's doing life right now. Mm. Yeah, but that was on a, a – uh, he coached him over there, and he, he robbed him because yeah. they said the guy, uh, uh, when they looked at his account, he had $2 in his checking account. Boy, when I was when I was growing up, this is no, this is no interest in anybody. They had a great player at Destro. I mean a great player. We played against him some, and I cannot think of his name. But you know, uh, you, wouldn't even, you wouldn't even thought in your mama's mind back then when I was playing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, you remember the guy I played for Alabama was good too. Uh, Blue what was yeah, his last uh, name. I, I can't think of his first name. Dion Blue. <laughs> what? Yeah, Dion Blue. Dion Blue. There you go. Thank uh, you, Bryce. Thank you, Yeah, all right, thanks. I appreciate y'all's time, guys. All right, buddy. Uh, yeah, Bryce got that wind tunnel. Got out of that wind tunnel. Sounded like he was in a. I don't know what he was in. All right, Yellowwood. Joe, what's up, Joe? Hey, let me be the first guy to tell y'all that Hugh Freeze did not have a better six-game uh, opening than he has next year. And I'm going to explain it to you. The only bad thing is he does have to go out to Berkeley to Cal. That's the way he'll be no problem. Cal, Cal ain't no good. That ain't Cal terrible. I, I mean, we have the jet lag, travel, you know what I'm trying to say. We'll go out there early. Yeah, they got money. But, Oh, he ain't going to lose the game. I'm just talking about the All right, the so first five games, uh, Joe, okay. UMass, Cal, Sanford, Texas A&M, and Georgia. Okay, here it is. You get Kirby early. You get him early. You've got the whole summer, and you've got that time also to prepare for him. And then the great thing is, you don't even have to work on LSU. You got two weeks. You got an open date. It couldn't be any better. <laughs> He's got all the time he needs to prepare. And you get Kirby early with his new quarterback. Yeah, well, you be sure that you have some players to do all that. <laughs> well, but, Wimp, just think. We, they hired him because he beat Saban twice. Ten years well, that, ago, that ain't no big. That ain't, that ain't nothing. I mean, but, that means he got. Yeah, he, I don't give a crap whether he's big saber twice or not. He's going to do great because he's going he to recruit. But right now, point. he's got enough players. Go ahead. Well, you're not letting me finish my point. If Go he ahead. beats Kirby, if he beats Kirby, think about it. All right. What about it? Think about how them Auburn fans are going to be if he can what? do that, and then he can beat LSU. I mean, I mean, he's Is he going to win in Texas A&M? I can't believe you even asked me that, man. 
<laughs> got Bobby Petrino now. now. Look, I, I know you and Wimp didn't get to drink all your Jimbo Kool-Aid. I know y'all got it in the pantry. Well, but I don't care, but I don't make any difference to me about it all. But it, it, the, the thing about it is he's going to – the schedule is, is the second most important thing in coaching. Uh, right. Outside of handling your players, handling your players and recruiting them, and handling them after you recruit them, and and Auburn people are going to be satisfied if he if he wins all those games and loses to Georgia, they're going to still be excited. That's the way they are. But he's got Georgia and LSU early, and then he's got Bama late. Now, answer my question: Could it okay. been any better than what it's going to be? Probably not. Right. Probably not. That's all I wanted to hear Wimp Sanderson say. So you think so when you everybody think, starts? You, you think going to Texas A and M is a layup? You still there? Yeah, you think going to Texas A and M is a layup? Easy game. You calling that an easy game? They finished last in the league. He's bringing in a new offensive coordinator, and you're gonna have all the problems of getting through all that, Barry. What game does he play A and M? Right before Georgia. Right before Georgia, that's why he's got five, he's got all this time to work on Georgia. You ever heard Greg McElroy tell the story about after Saban lost to Florida in '08, all through '09, every week, every week they had a practice segment on Florida. Every week, well, Hugh Freeze can do that now with Georgia. He has every opportunity. If he's the coach everybody says he is, we're going to find out. Well, maybe maybe if that's the case, maybe you can get the, the ex-coach of Florida's new offensive coordinator at Alabama. Dan Mullen? Yeah. So, Why would Joe, I want Dan Mullen? Joe, you think, <laughs> so you're, you're thinking Auburn's going to start out 5-0. Oh. Well, I think he has an excellent opportunity. Start out five. No, no, you you got to say he is. I mean, he has an opportunity. He's, he's got the first three in the bag. You well, mass. That's just it. You couldn't have fixed it. You couldn't have wrote the schedule better. It was terrible. You got the last, got the last place team in the SEC last year. Just hired a new offensive coordinator who has a huge personality, just like Jimbo. You're going to have all that, and then all you got to do is win that game, and you're sitting there ready and prime for Kirby. You're ready. So well, you, Kirby, now, Kirby now may be down a little bit next year. It won't be, be any big deal. Kirby, Kirby. ain't going to be down. Kirby ain't going to be down. But y'all see my point. I mean, don't don't make a big deal about this being a Joe, super tough schedule. Joe, you're smart. Help me with this. And my buddy Michael McGuire sent this to me this morning. Uh, Eric Ainge, he's got his own little podcast. You know who Eric Ainge is, right? Yeah, I played for, played at Tennessee. He's yeah. uh, Danny Ainge's ne- uh, nephew, and okay, he still so has he, a radio show. Okay, up there, yeah, so he's talking about Georgia, uh, and then this game, and I'm going to quote him. He said, you know who I can't stand, though, is Stetson Bennett. He said on the Eric Ainge show, it was cute. When he got to play and played pretty good, and now the the whole like I'm a walk on, I'm a JUCO transfer. He's like 28 and three as a starter at Georgia or something. Uh, and he said, "I'm cheering hard." Ain said when asked, if "He'll be cheering against Bennett on Monday." I want Georgia not just to lose the game. 
I don't want them to lose with Stetson Bennett throwing four touchdowns. I want Stetson Bennett to throw four interceptions and cost his team a championship. Why is all – I asked this on Monday. Why is there so much Stetson Bennett hate out there? And so, I don't have it. I told you he's a survivor. you got to give him credit. He did the grind. He did the time. Let me tell you what he Danny says, Danny Ainge says he is such a punk – is what Eric Ains says. Well, he has got to. He's got this year. They show that that clip on television, Barry, where he's making all these signs after they score and all these things. And I think if he could do it over, he wouldn't have done all that body language and all the bull crap he did. He did drop the mic. Because he dropped the mic one game. He yeah. did that. Yeah. yeah. He was humble, but now he's not. It's gone to his head. You know what Ainge is most was most popular for until this year What's when up? Tennessee beat Alabama? What's up? He's the last Tennessee quarterback to beat Alabama. <laughs> well, that's over. Well, he's not. He and Stetson Bennett won't be hanging out in the off season. I can tell you that. So, anyway, all right, Joe. So we're gonna mark that down now, Joe. Mark it down now. If it, do, it, if it doesn't name. happen. I.e. Colin Sexton not making it over forty minutes. We won't hear for Joe for six months, Joe. Now we do. Hey, hey, Barry. Yeah. Did you see how many points Mitchell scored the other night? Seventy. He joined. He he's in the sixth elite now. Yeah. Barry. Yeah. Who? He I don't know Ainge. <laughs> Mitchell at Cleveland, and Cleveland's going to go so much further this year than the Jazz. That was not the what? argument. That was not the argument. The argument Barry, whether he's going to go forty minutes. Tell me how Ainge gave him that much money when he didn't have to. Why? I guess he did. I guess there was other people trying to get him. Utah's still doing good. I hadn't even checked it. They still doing good? Oh, they've, they've already fell off. Yeah, they, they, they got yeah. a new coach. They were out there for a while. You're right. They were in first place for a week or two. Well, you know, they're still within range, but I think they're down to third or fourth. Something like that. Great call as always. See my point, yeah, guys. I do. I do. Great, you gotta okay. play him sometime. So you're saying that's a great that's time right. to get him. He couldn't. I don't, have know, that, him at a I don't know that five games in the season those early. That's not early. Barry, the Utah Jazz are 19 and 21, tenth place in the Western Conference. Uh, Colin Sexton scored yet? Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Take a nap. All right, I got a call yesterday, guys. Y'all remember my fiasco uh, trying to get home from the cruise? So I got a call. We had to rent two cars and drive the cars from Orlando to Birmingham. I had a call yesterday coming up. It was an Erico four, I think it was 419, some number I didn't recognize. And it was a guy, he was obviously not from the United States, uh, but I could barely understand him. And he said that he had. All six of my passports. He was at BWI. Do you know where BWI is? Baltimore. Baltimore Airport. He had six of our passport. I said, excuse me? Yes, yes, sir. And he was trying to explain it to me, and he said they were left in a rental car. And I said, excuse me? I said, where are you? And he said, I'm at BWI. So evidently, so then I started thinking this is a prank. 
uh, you know, because there was somebody in my neighborhood that's got their car stolen two days ago. Uh, now, they did leave the keys in the car. Duh. But anyway, so I'm sitting there thinking, is this a scam? So he pulls out the passports and starts telling me the names on the passports. He says, I just, I didn't know how to find you. I, I went through the rental car thing. I found your number. You know, so Jenny, little sweet Jenny, I called her when we got the phone. I said, honey, where are the passports? Oh, they're in my uh, bag on the, uh, in the bathroom on that, in that bag on the, you said, you sure about that? Yeah. How sure are you? I think so. I said, well, your passports are in Baltimore right now. Uh, all our passports are in Baltimore. So this guy t- tracked me down and he gave me some number to call to get them FedEx back. Uh, so little Jenny, dad, let, first of all, don't they clean out these rental cars, Joe? And don't don't you think they would clean out the rental car in Birmingham? Oh, too, right? I would think so. When you find a pouch of passports in there, so Dad, when you talk to Jenny, don't if you ever go on a trip, Dad, don't let Jenny carry your passport for you. This is the moral of the story. So, all right. On your passport, I said, Jenny, the passports. You don't leave our. I mean, I can see you leaving your lipstick, but the What's passports, the passports. What's the big deal? <laughs> get a so, new one. I'm hoping the guys tell him. And now we can't get the people that answer to send us our passports back. Yeah, he's going to answer for for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, we're over. He's going to be over in Israel next time he answers. First domain condos, three bedroom, three and a half bath, washer and dryer included, stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops with electric energy efficient appliances. Right there, internet and direct TV are provided. Two hundred something dollars savings right there. Ten foot ceilings, large patios with upper level river views, easy access to the river. Also got a gated community there with security cameras. Located in the historic district of downtown Norport. Give them a call today. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. Get one month free rent. First in Maine Condos dot com two zero five six five seven seven four. Six five. Phone lines will be open when we get back from break. 205-342-9904. You listen to Tide 100.9 to see home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rangan with your Tide Sports Update. The Alabama Crimson Tide men's basketball team beat Ole Miss 84-62 to to remain undefeated in conference play. Former Alabama safety Jared Maiden has signed with the Buffalo Bills. Alabama infielder Callie Hevelin has inked a new NIL deal. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we just got a report of an overturned vehicle on 2059 westbound, mile marker 63. This is right before the Foster's exit. You can expect significant delays. We still have the wreck on US 82 at Daffron Road. If you see conditions, give me a call. It's a new month, new deals, new savings at towns of Nissan. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Work is a part of all of us. Working drives us to push beyond what we thought was imaginable and allows us to come together again for the things that really matter. That's why the Alabama Department of Labor and the Alabama Career Center System is here to help you discover bigger opportunities than ever before. Visit your local career center. 
or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, ETA, and Federal WIOA, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. What you've heard about probiotics is probably wrong. I eat yogurt, so I don't need to take a probiotic. Probiotics? They don't really work. News.com, John McClain, a longtime veteran sports writer, 45 years out in Houston. Could that be the destination of Bryce Young? We'll talk about that and a lot more starting at 2 o'clock here on the game. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A little cooler today. The sky mostly sunny, the high at 60. Tonight clear with a low at 36. Tomorrow partly to mostly sunny, the high 58. And Saturday partly sunny during the day, then a chance of showers Saturday night, the high 62. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 39 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood.com. Go to the product section there. Looking for decking, columns, deck accents, fence products, lumber, siding, whatever you need, plywood. You could also go to the outdoor living uh, area there with backyard building tips. And then they have a gallery right there that will give you some great ideas to build the five-star backyard. So when you want to build it, build it right with Yellowwood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. All right, to the Yellowwood hotline. All the way to Opelika, Alabama. Bring Mike in. Good morning, Mike. All right. Good morning, Coach. Um, I've got a question, uh, Barry and Coach. Has this transfer portal, has it just ruined high school basketball recruiting? Because I never hear of hardly any players anymore from the state, you know, being looked at or, or colleges. And are they encouraging high school players to go to a smaller school. So I guess that's who's benefiting from the transfer portal. And then just tell them, hey, we'll keep an eye on you because it's just it's kind of a shame. Um, I, go ahead, Dad. Go ahead. I don't think it's ruined it. I think, uh, I think coaches that are smart with their staffs are looking at, at transfer portals for part of their scholarships and, and high school seniors for others. Um, I, that's what I think. I think it, that you do both. Uh, it may have cut down on the number of times that you see a kid play. Uh, I don't know that. I, I really don't know the real, real answer to that. But I would say, if, if people that have a good recruiting systems in college uh, do a good job in their state, that uh, they know who the best players are and they recruit them. Um, the the person that might be a little bit of a drop down player that you're not sure about, uh, you might not see him enough to really know how good he is. The star 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 players, the five that I I don't like the word stars, but 
the guys who are the very, very best you know about, you're probably recruiting them, but you don't. There might be some players uh, in the state that are almost that good, but you don't see them enough to really know. Yeah, Mike, I uh, I think the top player, like Dad said, the top top guys, it's not hurting them. I do think the next tier guys and the guys below them, it is. And I, I'll be honest with you, I don't think the schools in this state, and I'm talking about colleges, JUCO, uh, Division II, NAI, I don't think they get out enough. I mean, I've got a kid I think that can play somewhere. I don't hear from any of these schools. Uh, did they did play the other night? Marion Military was there. He came to see him, and he was shocked when he, he said, "I heard about the kid. I know his relative works there, so I just came over here to watch. I had no idea he was that good." I think a lot of these people in this state are lazy, uh, and they don't get out because it's work. You got to get out. You got to go on the nights that you're not playing and watch these kids play. And I think they're relying now too much on transfers and transfer portal. There's a kid out here at Bryant High School. Uh, AD, they can really, really play, and people kind of trickle in there. They don't, they're not watching him enough, and not enough. Of these schools are taking high school kids, so I do. I think it's hurting it. Not the top, top two or three guys, but the rest of these guys, the top twenty-five, thirty guys that could play somewhere. Well, that's what I say. I don't think yeah. these schools in this state are doing their job. You never hear from any of them or see any of them anywhere. Wow, that's just a shame. Um, Changing the subject a little bit, Coach Henderson, I was watching an NBA Classic game um, the other night with the 76ers, and I forgot Andrew Tony had grew up in and played in Birmingham, and I was just curious, did you ever scout him? And, oh, I thought uh, he was, yeah, was, scouted him and tried to get him. Uh, uh, they bought him. Um, oh, Southeast wow. Louis, Southwest uh, Louisiana, where he went, what's his name, bought him. Um I um uh, I had three guards I was trying to recruit at that time. I can't remember which three it was, but I got I, I got one. But Andrew Tony, I knew he was that good, and I wanted Andrew Tony. I couldn't get I didn't have any kind of uh, we didn't have any kind. Of, wasn't trying to cheat by players, but uh, Southwest as a Southwest Louisiana, Southeast Louisiana. I can't even think the coach's name. He's passed away now, but they they gave him a bunch of money. He's a great great player. Oh wow. I was telling my son uh, back in the day how much talent came out of Birmingham, and yeah. it's just it's just a shame that it's it's well, never got. He was as good a talent. Him. He was as good a talent as ever ever come out of Birmingham. He uh, was going to be in the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame, and he he had a I, I'm not either a wife or a mother or somebody passed away, and they, he couldn't be inducted, but. Uh, he is. He was a. He was as good as you'll find. And I. I signed a lot of players out of the state. Didn't lose many. And uh, but we did lose him. Okay. Well, thanks. Enjoy your show. Great call, okay. Mike. Thank you, sir. Uh, your boy Tom Hart. That we need to get on at some point. He said, tweeted last night. Kudos to Buzz Williams for how he handled the A&M jersey situation last night. Of course, we missed the beginning of the show. A&M forgot their jerseys. Started the game with the technical. Said it was his fault, and then he made the same mistake when he was the manager. His coach would have taken the blame. Uh, leadership lesson will never be forgotten by the people in his locker room. So Buzz Williams is now in charge of the jerseys on the road. So he is taking responsibility. Uh, yeah. For that, so yeah, I watched the game, saw it. Yeah. Most of the time, turn the sound down. 
You don't like Tom Hart? I love Tom Hart. Did he he wasn't doing the game. Who was doing that game last night? Was yeah, he did the game. He uh, did the game, but he had what's his name with him. I'm not going to listen to him. Jimmy? No. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. So you turned our, our, our next guest can't stand him either. Really? <laughs> Jim Dice. All right, uh, we'll take this break here. But tell me about Constant Companion before we get to break here. Well, Constant Companion is uh, located on Daenerys on 280. And um, I'm telling you right now, these people could do a great job with your pet. You've got a new pet for Christmas or New Year's, dog, cat, whatever it might be. Take them to Constant Companion. Tell them that you heard it on our show on Inside the Locker Room, and they will give you a 50% discount. The number is 635 313 area code. And I think that these people will, Dr. Foster is very, very good. I think that you'd be well-placed. You're just a Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a pretty bad wreck. 2059 westbound at mile marker 63. This is right before the Foster's exit. You can expect delays there with an overturned vehicle. Another wreck on US 82 at the old Montgomery Highway. Expect delays. It's a brand new month, new savings, and special deals for you right now at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. The Alabama Securities Commission protects you from financial fraud. Anyone asking you for investment money must be licensed. You're careful with your money. Fraudsters aren't. Before you invest, call our hotline at 1-800-222-1253 to verify the licensing of the person making an offer and the product. Don't lose your hard-earned money. Learn to protect yourself at asc.alabama.gov. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. In a collision, Easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation made the quality of legal services to be performed. It's where the quality of legal services performed. Protect yourself if you are at risk of getting hepatitis A. One dose of the hepatitis A vaccine provides long-lasting protection in up to 95% of those who receive it. For more information on the hepatitis A outbreak in our state, visit alabamapublichealth.gov forward slash IMM. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Public Health, the ABA, and this station. A national championship team covering a national championship team. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. It started way back in third grade. I used to sit beside him in New Haze. A pink dress, a matching bow, and her ponytail. She kissed me on the school bus, but told me not to. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want to go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. All right, uh, that SEC basketball is getting going. Alabama, obviously 2 0, Tennessee 2 0, based on. Uh, the eye test, those guys look like the two best. Tennessee just absolutely hammered uh, Mississippi State. Tennessee is big. Uh, whew, they're yeah. big in this post- post- Mississippi State hammered themselves. Uh, well, they couldn't guard them. They didn't guard Vescovi from three, let him shoot it. Um, but they had no answer to guard those guys. Um, but Kentucky, everybody's Kentucky's 10 and 4. Uh, they're 1 and 1 in the lead. They got beat pretty good at Missouri. They won a close game at home against LSU, and they will be rolling in to Tuscaloosa at noon. Cal, 
Uh, it's gotten a lot of criticism uh, this season. But this is a team you got to be careful. I, th- I think you, when they come in, you know, everybody uh, will expect Alabama to win. The line will be – it'll be interesting to see what the line is. I, I think Alabama may be five, uh, five, six points. Well, I, I would say five, six points favorite, yeah. She weighs uh, she a terrific rebounder. Um, and I thought statements made last night in the Georgia-Auburn game by the boy that played at Missouri were, were – almost correct he's not a great post-up guy um but uh and he really doesn't work for the ball that hard but uh he is a very fine player inside and a great rebounder their wing people have to shoot it better for the win um uh, topping kid uh shot the ball uh, i believe it's top end shot the ball pretty well they've got livingston kid and wallace kid um uh, you know they've got good players, but they have not had good shooting nights. Uh, you know they'll be they'll be uh, hard. You know they, they'll play hard, but uh, they don't. They, I don't know what the best word I can say to you is they don't have it together. And uh, the, the the real good shooters I've mentioned from Iowa uh, messed his finger up and wasn't shooting it well before he messed it up and didn't even play the other night. Very fortunate to be LSU. Of course, LSU did a nice job against them. Uh, point guard uh, is good. Uh, not great, but good. Makes some shots. Um, this is a game that Alabama will be favored in. I don't want to talk too much because I don't say the wrong thing. But uh, uh, this is a game Alabama should be favored in. Alabama, I think, will win. Yeah, Oscar Sheway uh, currently is averaging – Right at 17 points a game and uh, 13.8 rebounds a game. So he's still doing it. Uh, rebounding. Uh, Case and Wallace uh, averaging 12. So they got uh, Toppin getting 11.5 and Reeves, the guard, getting 11. Severe Wheeler transfer from Georgia. Uh, Reeves comes in off the bench. Go ahead. Uh, Wheeler's not a great uh, three point shooter. I'm looking here uh, for the Played season. Lately. For the season, he has made uh, 15, which is more than I thought. Uh, they got two guys that have made 31. Um, well, they go through lulls, Barry, of not scoring at all, just going cold, not like Kentucky has, has done in the past years. And uh, the other factor too is that size and arm length will really affect uh, will really affect Sheway on his shots inside. Um. Yeah, they will. I, I didn't think they – he's not the same kind of player as the kid from Gonzaga. I I, I felt like they were going to have a hard time no. guarding him because no, he, yeah. he, he's got tremendous yeah. footwork. No, in he his, has no footwork. No. Uh, but he's doing off of brute strength. But he, he does have the ability to get those guys in foul trouble. Um, Can I ask you about guys about, guys about the Timmy uh, situation and just that that game? Yeah, uh, both of you guys are coaches. Do you think that if we if if we had had better ball pressure on the guards, that maybe would have handled Timmy better? Uh, I think that was the first game without Namari Burnett, and I felt like the the guards didn't have a very good ball pressure, and they were having easy easy times passing into Timmy wherever he wanted. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think I, they didn't double down on him at all, which they needed to do. And they, you know, you got to double down on him from somebody. We double down from the top. But most people double down from the side, but uh, you know the ball pressure. You know you you, you know you try to see if if a guy wants to pass the basketball into the post guy, if he if he if he knows how to do it, he can do it. But uh, I don't know if that affected affected that much. But uh, 
They did try uh, to trap he, him a couple of times. His footwork is, yeah. and he's footwork. a great, and he's yeah. a great passer. Yeah, uh, and he's a, and he's a face up driver. He draws fouls. This kid's unguardable. I'm be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, Joel, there's no comparison in the two guys as far as trying to defend them. Uh, they may, I don't know if they'll double down on Sheway or not. Uh, they probably they might uh, because I know they they I'm sure they figured they they didn't play. Gonzaga quite right in that game. You know, Gonzaga gets a pile of points on some two point shots and, and three point shots didn't come into effect in that game. But uh, they're, just they're, af- they're quite different. I'm just afraid, and this has nothing to do with their team. But when I, when when Gonzaga was coming, everybody was like, "Oh, they're going to beat Gonzaga." And when I saw the line at one, I was like, "Oh." And I think that I'm worried that the same mindset is going on with Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky's coming in. This is not as good a Kentucky team. Oh, they're going to beat Kentucky. That's what the fans are saying. So, but you got to think this is going to be a really, really tough game. You got to show up over there, and you got to have an electric arena and well, help them beat Kentucky. Don't just assume that they're going to beat Kentucky. I think a big, I think the big thing in the game that we don't talk about enough is the boards. Now, Alabama is the number one team in the league in, in rebounding. Kentucky, Kentucky can play games, and when they can be the number one and the number one team in that particular game, they, if they give the, the kind of effort and, and the kind of know-how that they have, they, they've got good rebounders and, and can can do the job. But if if Alabama shoots a three and, and also gets a second and third shots, uh, certainly it's going to be a big advantage to them. I think the board is going to be going to be critical. The other factor too is Alabama's. Um, ability, uh, inability to to not turn the basketball over. Now I know they cut it down. I get I get all that. You know they had nine. You know each game takes its own personality, and that's what people don't understand. And you have you, the personality that you take is is according to who's playing and how they're playing you. Yeah, you're gonna have less turnovers against Ole Miss, sure. But I I think if they they turn the ball over against Kentucky. Kentucky can stay with them, but I, uh, I don't think it's any doubt Alabama win the game. Well, we'll see. I hope the people show up. It'll create a great atmosphere in there. Don't assume. I think. Oh, it's sold out. I think. So. Well, it's the difference between sell out and electric. Oh, I understand. Tr- yeah, I got electric, all that. Electric arena, and you're, they're going to need you to create the home court advantage to get them over the top. Auburn, you're 100 percent right on them. You've been calling it all year. They look pitiful. All right, now, Alabama 1, go to www.alabama1.org to purchase that vehicle. Get the loan right there. Rates as low as 2.99%. Terms for 84 months. Get pre-approved before you shop. I also have the Alabama 1 Auto Mall. You can find the car right there. For all the products and services, swing by any one of the local branches or you can start the process right there at the website, Alabama one Dot org. Houston Nutt will join us at 815. We'll have Houston in. We'd love to have your phone calls prior and after. 205-342-9904. You're just a tied 100.9. That's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a pretty bad wreck. 2059 westbound at mile marker 63. This is right before the Foster's exit. You could expect delays there with an overturned vehicle. Another wreck on US 82 at the old Montgomery Highway. Expect delays. It's a brand new month, new savings, and special deals for you right now at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Work is a part of all of us. Working drives us to push beyond what we thought was imaginable and allows us to come together again for the things that really matter. That's why the Alabama Department of Labor and the Alabama Career Center System 
is here to help you discover bigger opportunities than ever before. Visit your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, ETA, and Federal WIOA, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. You've probably seen their clothing around town on game days, but check out Christopher Mobley on the Strip. It's luxury game day apparel redefined. It's the only place in town where you can find Todd Hoops apparel. Clothing designed for the modern day entrepreneur, golf enthusiast, and athleisure fanatic. They've got Peter Millar, Viore, Grayson, and Mizzenamain. And if you haven't tried the Mizzenamain dress shirts, you've got to. You can find them at 1410 University Boulevard on the Strip. Also, they've got a great e-commerce site at ChristopherMobley.com. Shop. So check out Christopher Mobley, Luxury Game Day Apparel Redefined. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about that sound? You're listening to a set of GE appliances, complete with... Protect yourself if you are at risk of getting hepatitis A. One dose of the hepatitis A vaccine provides long-lasting protection in up to 95% of those who receive it. For more information on the hepatitis A outbreak in our state, visit alabamapublichealth.gov forward slash IMM. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Public Health, the ABA, and this station. Coming up, Coming up on The Game with Ryan Fowler. Coming up on the Thursday edition of The Game, Pete Futak, collegefootballnews.com, collegefootballnews.com. John McClain, a longtime veteran sports writer, 45 years out in Houston. Could that be the destination of Bryce Young? We'll talk about that and a lot more starting at 2 o'clock here on The Game. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. A Town Square media station. One man to beat. You can forget about it. Touchdown, Alabama. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Andrew Kniffer, Allstate Insurance Agent. He's my agent. Let him become yours. Out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Don't just pay your bill. Know what you're paying. You got a new toy for Christmas. You need to get it insured. A new car. Uh, you got to, got to get the kids a car. You got that home. You got the renter's insurance. Whatever you need, give Andrew and his staff a call. I made the change over two years ago. Great decision. Takes great care of me. 205-722-9201. Andrew Kniffer, Allstate Insurance. All right. Uh, looking at some of these mock drafts, Dad. Um, CBS Sports. Uh, of course, that'll be the big talk after Monday night. They'll start talking about once all the players from Georgia declare and if anybody from TCU declares, and then it'll start to kind of shake out. But uh, a lot of people are predicting that Bryce Young, if Houston has the number one pick, they're, they need a quarterback. Uh, this kid is a 
modeled citizen. Uh, so they got him going number one. Uh, Joe here on CBS Sports, uh, Chicago Bears picking two, taking Will Anderson. Uh, I know you would be, I guess, excited about that. But, uh, Dad, I'll ask you first, if you had the number one pick in the NFL draft and you needed a quarterback, would Bryce Young be your choice based on Probably so. I think, yeah, I, I like him uh, a great deal. Um, my question is, is he a little bit short um, to throw those big linemen uh, or not? And that would be my question about him. I don't know who else. I, I can't compare him to the rest of the quarterbacks in the country because I don't, I don't see him much. But uh, he turned to be somebody that if it wasn't a quarterback I felt was – any better than him, I'd certainly take him. But I think I think his I think his size is a little bit of a factor, and I could be dead wrong because I'm not a football guy. Um, I I, um, I think the thing about Will is that uh, he does he didn't he wasn't demonstrative with his actions. By that I mean by, with his mouth, he didn't he didn't. Everybody thinks he didn't. Some people think he didn't have a great year when he got every award. It was he. He just he was double teamed a lot, uh, but he wasn't one of these kind of guys that if I'm not if I'm playing beside him and we're in a tough game, he doesn't grab me up and shake me. Uh, that's not the kind of person he is. Uh, he he doesn't have to be that kind of person in the pros. He might want to be that kind of person in high school in college. If you're trying to get your, your teammates to play a little bit better and play a little bit harder, I didn't see that in his personality. Now that affected him a little bit with you and other people, um, and maybe it's to some degree with me. But uh, he was much better than we sh- than was shown. Um, I, he, everybody is saying some people saying he didn't have a good year and he won it all. Um, is I just thought it, he just wasn't demonstrative enough in his actions, but certainly a great player, too. So that's what I thought. Yeah, he talked about uh, how he and Coach Saban took time but built a relationship to where he was up in his office uh, all the time. Joe, I ask you, you know, when Bryce Young goes to the Underwear Olympics, uh, I don't think he's going to measure six foot. They're listening six four one ninety four. Maybe he will. Uh, now C.J. Stroud is supposed to be the next quarterback off the board. I'm sorry, Will Levis, which I don't. I no just, chance. I don't understand that. Will Levis, they got him going to the Colts. Uh, say he's six three two thirty, and then C.J. Stroud six three two eighteen. Uh, Underwear Olympics, we'll see what these guys measure out at. Uh, what is it with it? Will Levis that everybody likes so much, Joe? Oh, he's white. He's big. <laughs> he's, he's tall. He's well, He's definitely white. He's tall. He's big. He's got a big arm. He's, you know, he, he's straight out of 1995, quarterback, you know? He's old, old school. He's got an old school style. He's no good, though. He's, he's going to be a bust waiting to happen. If C.J. Stroud is the only quarterback that might overtake Bryce for that number one pick, and it is because of what you're saying, the, the height. Uh, you, you're going to get Bryce in there up at Indianapolis. If I were Bryce, I might skip Indianapolis. I might skip that. Uh, but you're, you're going to get measured at Pro Day e- either way. So, like, I think he's probably going to get measured five nine and three quarters, five ten and a half, something in that range. Uh, 
but 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 he's a special player. CJ, but you're, you're gonna get a lot of you know, a lot of uh, teams talking bad about him to try to get him to slide off that number one pick. So in the next what three three months, you're gonna hear as many bad things about Bryce Young as the, as you've ever heard. Are you an Andy Griffith? Do you like? Did you ever watch Andy Griffith? Da, 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 yeah. So yeah. don't you remember that episode where? You had to be a certain height to be a deputy, and Barney was going to be too short. <laughs> yes. And so they were trying to stretch him. Yes. Yeah. That's what we got to do. Put Bryce on the rack. <laughs> stretch him out. Then they got to try to stretch Bryce to make him, instead of 5'11", we got to do it like Barney. They tried to stretch him. Now, the number nine pick, they had this is a mock draft. Anthony Richardson, he can't throw anywhere. I mean, he can run. Uh, now maybe that is a guy like Jalen Hurts who wasn't a great thrower in college, uh, but is but he's built different. He's a strong kid who can really run the football. He's developed to be a pretty good uh, thrower there. Guys like him are really helping these guys like Anthony Richardson that that play with their feet, aren't they? What Jalen Hurts has done in the NFL. Jalen Hurts is unbelievably good. Uh, he's uh, was good here, and. Um, Stayed good. You know, there's always comparison and argument about how good he was. And, um, I, you know, I just got a text from, uh, from a good buddy of mine that said, well, you know, Bryce is about the same size as Drew Brees and, and Kyler Murray. And, and I texted him back and I said, you did use the word about. About the same. That about the same size is a factor uh, in whether, you know, he's, he's not there. Uh, you know, I, and I, I said it, and Joe agreed. Uh, I don't care if he agreed or not, but it, 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 the size is critical to throw those linemen. I think Bryce is a great player. but uh, So, I don't know. Kyler Murray, to me, is quick. Like, he's got burst of speed. They're different quarterbacks. Oh, uh, they were talking about size. Yeah, size. Yeah, well, I mean, if you got that size, you got to be – would you say, uh, Joe – is Bryce a good athlete, or is yeah. he? He's, he's, yeah. he's elusive. He's very elusive. It's, I don't know that he's going to yeah. be blinding, blinding speed. But two tacklers can come after, come after him. He'll get by both of them. He's weak. He's, uh, he's, he's he's elusive. He is he he has a great peripheral vision, and he that sack that he ducked out of against Texas was incredible. Uh, so he somehow you can't. Think about Bryce. You he can't get a hit on him. He plays with great pace. He, yeah. he controls when I'm going to go real slow and lull you to sleep, and then boom, I'm going to go fast. And his fast may not be the fastest, but it's the way that he's controlling his pace and his movements that kind of lull you into, oh, I got him, I got him, I got him. Oh, no, I don't. Yeah, is he uh, is he is he built uh, strength-wise to where he won't get hurt? Much. Uh, that that's a question with me too. I, everybody gets hurt, of course, but you know, a little bit of a bum leg where he can't move quite like he wants to move is. It, I don't know how he's built, so Joe can probably answer that, and I don't have the answer. Well, yeah. Coach, I, th- I I think injury rate in the NFL is almost a hundred percent. So he's it, it, I don't I don't know. I think I think that's definitely a, a big question mark for Bryce. Will he be able to stay healthy amongst well, the? Uh, I think it's 100. percent I think it's I mean, close to 100. percent But I just think that there are other t- there are there are times that you are a little bit stronger and better in your legs that you don't don't get that little knickknack as much as other guys do. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think Tua's a great athlete, and so I think he takes a lot of shots because he can't get himself 
out of trouble. I think he's a great thrower, uh, but I think Bryce can get. But Bryce is he's lighting the boots. He is lighting the so they get a good lick on him. I don't know, but in college they never could. Royal Cleaners. They want to make life easy for you. Pick up and delivery. They'll come right to you. Pick up the laundry. Get it all cleaned up. You got those beautiful golf shirts and casual wear for Christmas. Then let Royal Cleaners handle clean them. If you want to drop off, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road. They'll take great care of all your cleaning needs. Like I said, come pick it up, clean it up, deliver it right back. 205 391 0 Three, four, Royal Cleaners. Tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. Houston Nut is next. Listen, Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Thursday morning. The U.S. House of Representatives will reconvene at noon today after California's Kevin McCarthy failed on a sixth vote to win the speakership. 20 Republicans joined Democrats in voting against the California Republican. That includes all five GOP members of the Alabama House delegation. And according to a report from Politico, Alabama Congressman Mike Rogers suggested removing members who don't back McCarthy from key congressional positions. Don Hartley, Townsquare Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a pretty bad wreck. 2059 westbound at mile marker 63. This is right before the Foster's exit. You could expect delays there with an overturned vehicle. Another wreck on US 82 at the old Montgomery Highway. Expect delays. It's a brand new month, new savings, and special deals for you right now at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Work is a part of all of us. Working drives us to push beyond what we thought was imaginable and allows us to come together again for the things that really matter. That's why the Alabama Department of Labor and the Alabama Career Center System is here to help you discover bigger opportunities than ever before. Visit your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, ETA, and Federal WIOA, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. Smooth skin begins with hydrating ingredients. Olay Hyaluronic Body Lotion nourishes your skin with all-day hydration for deeply moisturized results. Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet Look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A little cooler today. The sky mostly sunny, the high at 60. Tonight clear with the low at 36. Tomorrow partly to mostly sunny, the high 58. And Saturday partly sunny during the day, then a chance of showers Saturday night, the high 62. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 41 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. You've been too gone for too long. It's too late to come back now. It's been so long since you walked out my door Now you're just an old song nobody sings anymore I got a new 
love and she's a true love but darling how could you have known you've been too gone for two welcome back to inside the locker room come back Wayne's Pest Control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. That's the good folks at Wayne's. Make sure you're home protected from those unwanted pests this fall. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today. Get $60 off that initial pest control service. 866-WAYNES-1. 866-WAYNES-1. And uh, the great timing on that because Coach Houston Nutt is calling in right now. Joe was trying to run him down. They are on the phone there now. So we'll get right to the Wayne's Pest Control Hotline. He's obviously the former head coach at Ole Miss, Arkansas, Boise State, Murray State on CBS now, talking college football, joins us uh, from time to time. We always love having Coach on. Saw his brother last night on the sideline with Missouri, Coach Houston Nutt. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Hey, Houston. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New you Year. You too. Appreciate you taking time to be on. I know you're busy. Um, I guess my first question would be, um, does the five three three defense that's different uh, for TCU – have a slight effect uh, in, you know, you prepare a little bit, you're preparing quite different where your offensive coordinator is, but sometimes you don't, in nine days, you don't catch on enough. Uh, talk about that a little bit against, uh, against, uh, against Georgia. You know, that's, that's a defense a little bit different. You don't see that each and every week. And um, I'd say the one thing that, that keeps showing up about TCU and they sure have proven it to me, is they are physical. And if you look at their ends, uh, man, they, they can create pressure. They set those edges, and they are running to that football. And so when you look at this, the first time you look at this thing on the offense, you're looking at this, well, okay, but look, there's some holes there. We can come downhill. There's some bubbles. We're going to go attack this thing. And – and, again, I could understand the mindset of that. But, boy, when you watch TCU, boy, they do a good job of, of handling their gap, their responsibility, and they run. And they run to the football in a physical, physical manner. If you would have told me that they're going to line up versus Michigan, who has the number one offensive line, Joe Moore Award, and we know how physical they are on defense, and you say, okay, TCU's going to rush for about 263 yards. And then on the flip side of it, when you watch them play against this offensive line, it's toe-to-toe. And yeah. so I have an awesome respect for TCU after watching them really close the last three, four weeks. And uh, they've done a great job. And so this 3-5-3 three, three, uh, will be interesting to see how, how Georgia you know, attacks again. The one thing that Georgia has is they have uh, they got a stable of weapons, and um, again, I don't know if Darnell Washington uh, that will hurt if he's not there. A big tight end, six foot seven, two fifty, two sixty, whatever he is, that hurts uh, with the two tight end set. The two tight end set would probably really uh, 
I could see Coach Munkin getting in that quite a bit, you know, versus that three-five-three, and try to use that for advantage for edges and uh, some mismatches. But uh, boy, when you look at the backs, the stable backs, and these receivers, these names keep popping up for Georgia. You know, Smith uh, uh, running down the field, uh, just creating separation with speed. And Mitchell, you hear you know some different names, and we know about Brock Byers. Uh, and then it's all led by Stetson Bennett the fourth. So uh, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, TCU is, is proving to me is hey they belong. We're talking with Coach uh, Houston, uh, Coach, uh, how well do you know Sonny Dykes? Baby, tell us a little bit about him. I'm looking here. You know he was a baseball he, he was a baseball player. Uh, played baseball at Texas Tech. Uh, was the first baseman, so didn't even play. Uh, college football. Obviously, he was the head coach at Louisiana Tech. Cal. He was at TCU as an analyst, SMU, and now his first year there. Uh, so he obviously inherited a, a pretty good situation. But he's done a phenomenal job. Just tell us what you know about Sonny Dykes and what makes him so successful. You know, I don't know Sonny Dykes, uh, but I know his father. I, I knew his father. Yeah. So to me, me it's uh, coach's son, Mike Dykes. Uh, you know, he's been around ball all his life, uh, even though he might not have played as much. But uh, you can tell, you know, he was a gym rat. And then everywhere he's been, uh, he's, boy, he's done a really good job. I, I love uh, how his teams play. Uh, they, they're, you know, they're hard-nosed. You know, he's to me, he's no nonsense. And everything's buttoned down. And um, I, I just, uh, boy, just, you just can't say enough about Sonny Dykes and the job that he's done. And you look at, you know, you look at some of these games, you know, Oklahoma State had them down and on the road, Texas, you know, very close win. And then they get beat in a championship game and then they come right back. Because I don't think anybody's giving them a chance, um, especially versus Michigan. And then the same thing this week. Nobody gives them a chance. But it's amazing how each and every week Sonny Dykes has his team ready to go and uh, they don't flinch. And so, to me, that's a credit to him. They're, all the players are direct extension to him. And uh, it's just like uh, the, the one game where they're running the field goal out there in the last second, eight, seven, six, five, bam. And you know that's been rehearsed. That's been practiced. To me, that's coaching. And so he's coached every phase of it. And uh, his team right now is, is believing. They're in sync. And it's going to be tough. I don't, I don't think for a minute – I don't know, you know, those, these, these uh, experts, seems like they're always, they know what's going on, but that 13 and a half seems a little bit steep, but you never know. Yeah, that. Um, Quarterback-wise, well, I'll I, I put it this way, I, I, but let me change that. I'm not an Ohio State fan, but I thought Ohio State really got ready. I think they, I think they're coached well. Uh, I don't know them, but I think they're coached well. They got a good quarterback, and I thought they had a very good plan for for Georgia, and they played extremely well. Um, we kind of we kind of forget that, and Georgia was very fortunate to win that game. But uh, didn't didn't you feel that Ohio State was really ready to play and did a good job in in, in going against Georgia? I agree a thousand percent, Coach <laughs> C.J. Stroud. You know, I'm kind of like you. Not, I don't. Uh, just you know, just not crazy about Ohio State, but you know there's tradition, and and again, I didn't know how good C.J. Stroud really was 
But when you watch him versus that game, that plan that you're talking about, to me, you're exactly right. Well, they they were they were really good. I really thought Georgia was going down. There's two or three times. Well, this is it. This is it. It's over. Yeah. Ohio State's going to win. And the yeah. reason I thought they were going to win because of two reasons. One, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud really created so many extended plays where you could see the defense of Georgia tired, tired, breathing hard. Because of C.J. Stroud being able to move and create first downs with his eyes down the field. And then Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison, to me, was the difference maker on the field. They couldn't cover him, especially in scramble situations where every time, if you go back and look, what a hit. And I know he's, he's from – He's got bloodline too, and he knows football. This Marvin Harrison, anytime there was a scramble, if you go look, what a great job of going and moving to the quarterback where there's an open area. He created separation, and I'm not so sure if he's still on the field at the end of the game. That game yep. might have been different. Yeah, I agree. Uh, with you. I think Mar- I think that's a difference. I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, he's the difference maker, but. I'm with you, Coach. I, I thought, boy, the game plan, Coach Day, they had to hear for 30 days uh, or 25 days, whatever it was. We got, boy, y'all are sorry. Y'all, you couldn't beat Michigan, ran you out of the stadium, bye, bye, bye. You don't deserve to be there. You know, they had to hear that for about 25 days. And C.J. Stroud, he won me over. This guy can throw the football. He can move. And I love the way when he does move and get out of the pocket, eyes down the field, not always looking to run. And he made big, big plays time and time again. They had a, had a great plan. They were right there. They've got to be sick because uh, uh, C.J. Stroud took them all the way the distance that last drive, and the kick just didn't go through the upright. So uh, I, that's why I'm looking forward to this game because uh, you talk about quarterback, Coach, and this Max Duggan. Hey, I love uh, Stetson Bennett's fourth and everything he stands for, but this Max Duggan, you talking about booger. gutsy guy and he can run this yeah. guy can run and he you're gonna have to have everything buttoned down because he is a winner and a fighter yeah Houston what is it about Stetson Ben and I think not the Georgia people but the other people across the country are now tired of this guy uh they're tired of his story the walk-on story the guy went to Juco he's He's done some things, dropping the mic on the on the field, some things there to where people now have turned against this guy. I don't really know why. I think the guy was a, made an unbelievable drive there at the end of the game uh, to take his team down. Everybody was talking about the talent around him, but this guy makes plays. But now it seems like America's turned on this guy. Why is that? What is it about people that turn on people like this, Coach? Okay, you know it's this. As you know, there's 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 haters, there's jealousy, yeah. And this guy's one, and they're the defending national champions. And then he probably adds to it when you drop the mic and you call me and you do all these different things, you <laughs> yeah. know. But uh, you know, he did look a little bit, I'd say, kind of average that first, you know, few quarters. You know, when you're watching them versus Ohio State, so, uh, I don't know now. You know, kind of looking a little walk on us right here. As soon as you start thinking about that, as you mentioned, Barry, all of a sudden, when you have to have it, when you have to execute, he does it. Yeah. This guy, this guy finds a way to, 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 to move the ball, to hit open receivers with accuracy, and execute under pressure. 
And to me, that's what that's what a, that's what your point guard does. He's got to do it, and he's got to do it under pressure. Anybody can do it. In the first quarter when cheerleaders are jumping higher, the band's playing loud, everything's fine. But it's when it's in the third and fourth quarter when you have to have it, and you're not playing good. And so, to me, I, I've got all the respect in the world for this walk-on that, to me, has won. He's a winner. And uh, Stetson Bennett, the fourth, love him or hate him, this guy is a quarterback that is the defending <clears throat> national champion, and I can't wait to watch. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> kind of a Tom Brady drive there. All right, um, yes. flipping to Bryce. That Well, I won't speak for that. I didn't think there was any way in the world Bryce was going to play in this bowl game. Uh, this guy's... Uh, won the Heisman Trophy. Lineman opted out. Um, he's yeah. going to be a top pick. What what does he have to play? And then, lo and behold, he and Will Anderson say, we're playing. Uh, and then not only did he say we're playing, he played phenomenal, uh, Coach. Did he help college football uh, doing this now where all these other kids could maybe look at it and say, well, man, Bryce Young played. He went out there and played unbelievable. We're talking about the Houston, Texas now taking this guy number one. What did that mean for maybe the University of Alabama? Because they were kind of down and out a little bit there. Now, it gave them a shot in the arm. The recruiting uh, is out the, off the roof. Did this guy really help college football, he and Will Anderson, by going against what everybody said they should do and actually playing in this bowl game? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we get so tired sitting around. I'm on the sideline, and I'm watching all these guys, and, the transfer portal, you're shaking your head, rolling your eyes. You've got to be kidding me. How many players leave? And I'm seeing 24 players, 25 players, different school. Gone, 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 gone. And so naturally you think, just what you said, Barry, uh, there's no way Bryce Young's going to play in this game. But lo and behold, he does. And when you see a Will Anderson and a Bryce Young, with all what all they accomplished, what a great job. And you talk about being an ambassador. For University of Alabama for recruiting and to, to win, as y'all coach will tell you, when you win that last game, there's something about the carryover. The carryover into what? Recruiting. The carryover into offseason, spring training. There's a sense of, hey, I want to be the next Bryce Young. And so I have so much respect for a guy like Bryce Young and Will Anderson. Hey, you know what? I'm going to play for my team, play for my university. I'm going to finish this thing out. And man, did they finish it. And they uh, were champions that night for sure, and uh, they won a lot of games. And so I have a, the utmost respect for, for playing, and I think they did help football. It's the, the world that we're in right now, I tell you what, boy, uh, I, <laughs> to me it's concerning when you see – you can't tell me that if we, you and I, Barry, if you, your dad and I, we were sitting and we had – each week we had 10 coaches we'd go eat a hamburger with. You can't tell me that 100% of would say football right now is crazy. Yeah. It's too hard because you have this many and the loyalty's not there anymore. You got starters at different schools that are saying, I, I better go over here and see what I can get. I know I've done a good job here. I've won a lot of awards here. We won a lot of games, went to a bowl game, but I've got a chance to go over here and make a little bit more money. I mean, it's free agency, and it's just to me, it's not college football. I think it's. I think you're going down the wrong, wrong road. So, anyway, uh, we're not. You know, we don't make the decisions, so we'll just sit over here with popcorn and watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Houston, uh, you did a great job 
But the Arkansas and Ole Misses, it's hard. It's hard to get them out of the middle of the league. I don't get you know uh, what uh, uh, Ole Miss can stay on Twitter, but he don't work that hard recruiting. Um, <laughs> but uh, the Arkansas and Ole Misses are. If, if if you're not careful and can really do it like you did, you're middle you're middle of bottom of the pack in the in the West. And there's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. And it, it's so hard. You look at LSU and uh, yep. Alabama. LSU, they, they, LSU, Alabama, and Auburn. Auburn so often. Yeah, ever so often. And then you know, and that's why I always felt like at Arkansas, um, you got to keep your best players. Uh, in Arkansas, you've got to keep the Darren McFadden's, the Matt Jones, Sean Andrews. You've got to keep them there. And then you've got to do a great job of what I call getting seconds in Texas after Texas and Texas A&M and all these guys uh, get theirs if you do a good job evaluating. I always felt yeah. like every good fourth point. year we could put together with speed and toughness, I felt like we could get to Atlanta if the ball bounced right. But, again, uh, that's, that's easier said than done. And you're right. You can. It doesn't take but one class here or there that you slip or make a bad evaluation. You're in the middle or below the pack, and you're looking up. And uh, it, 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 boy, it's so hard with the tradition of the way Coach Saban recruits. And um, LSU has been proven, whether it's been Ed Orgeron, Les Miles, they're going to win a national title ever so often uh, because they can go cherry pick in their backyard. And when you have your backyard. Uh, that's where it starts. You can go and get your players back. It makes it a whole lot easier. Well, yeah. we're going to have an LSU-Alabama uh, deal in the West next year, and, and the East is going to be a little bit different because you don't know about Tennessee. South Carolina was a little bit better than you thought. Florida's not where they need to be. Georgia's still tough. It, it's mm-hmm. going to be quite different. Go ahead, Barry. Uh, Houston, you know, every you talked about uh, Alabama ending – with a win, uh, so everybody is fired up. So every every school is in a different situation. Now, then we turn to Texas A&M. What kind of hire was this? Was this a desperation hire uh, when you hire Bobby Petrino? Now, I think Bobby Petrino is a great offensive coordinator. Uh, yeah. But Jimbo Fisher, um, and you can tell me whether he is or not, whether you think he is or not, but uh, Jimbo Fisher makes the hire. It seems like kind of a desperation hire. Everybody's been all over him about his offense. Bobby Petrino, 61 years old. Two pretty strong personalities right there. Mm-hmm. Just tell me what you think about this hire there. Well, Bobby Petrino is, you know, is good with the X and O's. You know, you don't worry about that. What you do worry about uh, is, is chemistry. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, as you said, strong personality. He's been calling plays for a long time. He's going to want to get in the kitchen. And it's hard to get out when you've always been in there. And you've been, you know, you're the one that uh, has always set the game plan and attack defenses. So it'll be interesting to see how he has it because you've got a strong personality uh, with Petrino. Uh, he wants to call it. And he wants to run it. And so to me, it, it, it's going to take some, some working together now and because uh, the players know. You can't fool an 18-, 19-, 20-year-old. They know. If you're together, and uh, it needs to be laid out right, and so X and O wise, you know, there's no question he's been in the league, he's been on every level, he can do it. But to me, it's a little deeper than that. Uh, You mentioned uh, as far as the hire of all people, why would you do that? Well, he's been in the league before, he's been in the SEC, 
And you know he knows how to move the ball, but to me, can they work together? Uh, there's there's going to be a time where Jimbo Fisher will want to call, I want to run this. And Petrino's got to know who the head coach is. So I, I'm actually see how all that works. Uh, I just don't don't know because uh, Texas A&M's got a lot of expectations. Everybody expects big, big things. And, uh, you know, this this wasn't a good year. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, I think it, as I told Barry, I think it's a getting along with the other offensive people on the staff. You know, Pertino can, yes. can piss off the Pope. Um, yes. and so, uh, I, I think that, you know, X and O, you're right, but, you know, these, there, there's more, the, the, there's a, there's an offensive coordinator, but there's also a lot of, a lot of, a lot of heads at the table, too. That's right. That's right. Well, I, that'd right. be my, my question. I don't know where he is with his staff, but let's say he's got guys in place. Did that have to be negotiated on the front end, uh, saying when, if Petrino said, "Well, I got to bring this guy, this guy, and this guy with me," uh, so then you got to make room for him, or does he just say, "Hey, he's lucky to get this job at sixty-one, uh, and he'll make it work with whoever you have." That's got to be all talked about on the front end, doesn't it, Coach? Yes, it does. Yes, it does, and uh, that, that that's interesting too to see. Uh, there'll be there'll be a couple of coaches that he will definitely want to bring with him. And so then again, there's more changes involved. So uh, I hadn't heard any of that, but you're, but you're right, though. That, all that to me is, is always on the front end, and and uh, he may not want anybody. He may want what's there. I don't I don't know. Uh, as far as uh, you know, Bobby, I don't know if he knows the anybody there on staff or not. But uh, usually, uh, the offensive coordinator likes to bring at least you know somebody, whether it be an offensive line coach or. Uh, the receiver coach, somebody that they work together where they understand each other on their same page. It just helps teaching and helps speed things along. Yeah. Uh, before you go, uh, Dick and them did a good job. Missouri's got a team that keeps you off balance, and they play their fannies off. They play hard. And uh, you know I what? They yeah. Go ahead. They they did yep. coach and uh, they I play a lot of zone. That. They change up things defensively and keep you off balance. That was the first time they played really zone that much, and I, I guess they felt they didn't, didn't think Arkansas could shoot. Uh, but uh, they had Arkansas confused the first half, coach, and then uh, you know they didn't finish. I, I didn't think they they wasn't the same intensity the second half. But you got to give Arkansas credit; they put that freshman pinion out there, and he boy he lit it up. And yeah. uh, Cancel Plus, those those two guys just took over. So. They they were a little cool. Hodges usually is a good shooter. They, there's a couple guys they brought from Cleveland State. They're older, and yep. um, that was really the first time you know environment like that. You got to give you know as you know those Arkansas fans they they know how to create an environment, <laughs> yeah. and and they weren't quite ready for that second half little run out. No, that's right. Uh, let me ask let me ask you this before you leave us. And it, it's a it's a question completely different from any of the rest of the questions. I try to keep my guys in shape by keep you know running them a lot. What do you do? I listen to Kirby. What do you do with your big linemen to keep them in? Do you run them a lot during a twenty-four day period that you don't play at all or thirty days? Is that a hard thing to do for coaches to? Because the the, the offensive and defensive linemen get so tired. Where do you how do you handle that? I, I think you gotta you gotta run them. You, you're talking about the 24 day, yeah. 25 day yeah. enough before the playoff. Yeah, you gotta yeah. you gotta you gotta run them. You probably give them a week off after the season, but you gotta go back 
Yeah. And even it, as you know, it doesn't take long to kind of get out of out of shape, whether it be football or basketball shape. It sure does. You got to run them. And I always thought, uh, well, there, there's got to be about you know after you give them a week off, give them seven, ten days off. When you get back for preparation, Ooh. we went right back. And especially those first couple of weeks, you know, that's those those Tuesday, Wednesday hard hat days. You know, hey, we'd go do about three or four gases. We're going to get get their heartbeat going. And and if you're playing a quarterback that can move, that can run. Uh, there'd be times where uh, there'd be, let's say we got team, we'd have three or four defensive linemen. Hey, let's go hit us! Let's go hit us a gas real with five and back, ten and back, fifteen. You got to keep those guys. They got to be ready to go, and they can't yeah. be all bending over. They they got to they got to feel like they hey they're in shape and they they're ready for a sixty minute game. Great stuff, Houston. Thank you, Houston. Appreciate it. Look forward to Monday hey, night. You know, keep it going. Thank you, Coach. Uh, Coach Houston. All right, Dad, let's get to break here. Let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes before we go to break. Prince Glover and Hayes, attorneys at 345-1234. You'll see Bob at the ball ballgame um, uh, Saturday. Uh, they're, they're great people. They know the law. So much, so many problems <laughs> on the highways now. Uh, sometimes your neighbors give you problems. Unfortunately, your kinfolks can give you problems. You don't know what direction to go. Prince Glover and Hayes have been so successful. Uh, very honest with you. Uh, we'll represent you in the right way and be the kind of attorneys that uh, will that you'll be proud of. They'll have you over at 701 Rice Mine Road to visit with them if you decide to go further with it after a telephone conversation. So give them a call at 345-1234. And I want to mention also as we're getting close out, uh, Constant Companion Animal Hospital uh, at 6350313. 50% off if that new animal that you've got needs looking at. Uh, 205 at uh, 635 0313. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. The Alabama Crimson Tide men's basketball team beat Ole Miss 84 to 62 to remain undefeated in conference play. Former Alabama safety Jared Maiden has signed with the Buffalo Bills. Alabama infielder Callie Hevelin has inked a new NIL deal. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a pretty bad wreck. 2059 westbound at mile marker 63. This is right before the Foster's exit. You can expect delays there with an overturned vehicle. Another wreck on US 82 at the old Montgomery Highway. Expect delays. It's a brand new month, new savings, and special deals for you right now at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about that sound? You're listening to a set of GE appliances. Complete. Our coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. 
It's yellow wood. Are you receiving unemployment? Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account. And only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for DTY accessibility. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A little cooler today. The sky mostly sunny, the high at 60. Tonight clear with a low at 36. Tomorrow partly to mostly sunny, the high 58. And Saturday partly sunny during the day, then a chance of showers Saturday night, the high 62. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 45 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Without you has turned out to be so inconvenient. Go to firstdomaincondos.com for more information on these beautiful condominiums located in the historic district of downtown Northport. Three bedroom, three and a half bath, all the amenities included. Uh, internet and direct TV are included. There are stones throw away from downtown Tuscaloosa. Uh, five minutes to Bryant Denny Stadium, so the location is incredible. Uh, they're very safe. They got a gated community there with uh, cameras there to just to make sure you're safe coming in and out of the condo down there. So give them a call today for the uh, tour. Also, you'll get one month off of uh, free, one month off of free one month of free rent. Excuse me, two zero five six five seven seven four six five or go to firstinmaincondos.com. All right, get to the first in main condo hotline here and bring in our main man Tom. Good morning, Tom. Morning, Barry. Morning, Coach. How are y'all? We're good. How are you, Tom? I'm good. You know, uh, I was listening to the conversation uh, this morning on uh, the hire at A&M with uh, Coach uh, Fisher and Petrino. And, uh, you know, uh, I I think there's something to it, especially with Coach Nutt. I, I don't think he says things that or uh, far-fetched or way out there or anything like that. And, and you know, it's kind of hinted around with a couple of the callers this morning that that was going to be a disaster, those two together. And, and I, it has the potential to be a problem uh, when you get egos involved. And, and I think there's a lot of egos involved in coaching. Uh, and y'all would know that more than me. But uh, the thing about it is uh, – I think that you have to watch out when when Coach Nutt said chemistry. It's not just between them two, uh, and he emphasized those two. It's about the other people on that coaching staff. Now, there's a couple on that coaching staff. I guarantee you they're going to be wiggling and squirming uh, because uh, of what they pay in Petrino, and and they they're on the staff. And they're probably thinking, you know, we ought to be getting. Uh, a shot and getting money too, and uh, I, I wanted to bring that up to y'all. Yeah, well, I did bring it up when we started. I, I, I think that his relationship with other offensive people, as well as other staff, is 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 about as big as anything. Yeah, I missed uh, your comments on that, but that that's what I was thinking as 
well. It, it's not just – and it's going to be a problem between him and Petrino before it's over. You mark my word. And uh, Because these are not of the two of the highest character people there are. Yeah, if I, if I were an assistant on the offensive side of the football, I worry. Uh, when you're hiring Petrino, I'd be ooh, worried about whether I'm going to keep my job. Those guys like to bring their own people there. So I think you got to weed through all that. But I think it's a desperation act, don't you, Tom? But Jimbo Fisher figures, I got nothing else to lose. Our offense was pathetic. I got to do something. I'm, I got to try it. Uh, so I think it's desperation. I think that's exactly right. That's probably the 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 main driver in this situation is desperate because look, everybody uh, back in the season, I called y'all and uh, and was telling you some things that were being said on the message board, and everybody on there, uh, and I know you don't have a lot of faith in those, but uh, they they were saying things like you know this offense is antiquated, but I'm not so sure that uh, Petrino's offense is not uh, antiquated compared to one. And, and uh, what happened with Kendall Browse? Is that true? He's going to Mississippi State. Mm, not, well, somebody said it was a rumor. I have no idea. Have you seen that rumor, Tom? I haven't. Yeah, I hadn't either. I so. have Anyway, um, good show. Enjoy the conversation. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. All right. Uh, I'll tell you what, Joe. We'll just, uh, we're, since we're up against it, we'll just double these breaks on the back end there. Uh, all right, Dad. Uh, Houston Nutt, uh, some interesting things there. And what he said about Stetson Bennett there, people kind of, uh, you know, really, mad. and I'm not calling him Tom Brady, but that was a Tom Brady like drive that he made at the end. That didn't play well, didn't play well. When you got to have it, uh, the guy delivers. Uh, what do you think about Stetson? You might, you might not have asked that if Jenny hadn't said something. What do you mean? <laughs> Jenny brought Jenny brought that. Oh, she doesn't like Stetson either. She's like the rest well, of them. I knew that. Actually, you probably does. Yeah. What does she know? All right. She left our passports, and they're in Baltimore, and she's bragging now because she's got it taken care of because they're on the way back, and her mother's bragging on her. So. I mean, what are you bragging, bragging on? Bragging on her? Yes, the, she has a lot on her. She's acting like, God bless his soul, Jenny's dad. He all, Jenny can never do any wrong. Poor Jenny never did any wrong. She's bragging on her, saying that they're getting it taken care of and that she has a lot on her. She has <laughs> a lot problem on solver. She has a lot on her. The problem well, solver. Had, Good job, she Jenny. Had she, her car. she had Mac in her car, Joe. She lost six, six passports, and she said she didn't lose them. Now they're on their way back. She did lose them. He knows where they are. There's some honest people out there. That guy found them, and he tracked me down. Normally, I don't answer phone calls. I don't know. Uh, Ain't no telling what kind of – hey, Joe, no telling what kind of bills in there for the guys expecting some money, don't you think, Joe? Probably Probably so. Yeah, I won't hear about that part. (laughs) Alabama One, www.alabama1.org for all their different products and services. These guys are great. We'll talk to Mike Brown tomorrow. So get the war chant ready. Uh, Joe, we bring him in with the money music and take him out with the war chant. We look forward to visiting with Mike tomorrow. Also, break down the Alabama-Kentucky game. I'm going to be over in the arena tomorrow uh, watching that great game. Just a tied 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody. The Gary Harris Show is next. Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry 
Gary Sanderson on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports, and it's brought to you by CBNS Bank. Bank anywhere, at any time, with CBNS Bank's digital solutions. Managing your finances has never been so easy. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama women's basketball returns home tonight to face the Missouri Tigers at 6 p.m. Head coach Christy Curry previews the matchup on Thursday's Crimson Drive, driven by NASCAR. Well, very similar records, you know, um, both, you know, 13 wins. It's it's going to be really important that we understand uh, the importance. Again, we just talked about the defense and rebounding against the Missouri team that executes so well and doesn't make many mistakes and shoots the ball as well as they do and really do a really good job of understanding their job responsibilities, which I call role. And they understand their roles as good as anybody in this league and one of the best coach teams across the country. So have to come out and really defend well um, and do a really good job of finishing plays. And, um, you know, it's important for us that we find ways to score and get that fourth player in double figures, I feel like. You know, we're excited um, for the opportunity in SEC play and looking forward to the challenge this week. I'll have more in a moment. CBNS Bank has a long history of stability and a legacy of serving our community's needs for generations. You could say we know a thing or two about tradition. We've been family, community, and financially strong since we began in 1906. Being a team player is part of our culture. That's why at CBNS Bank, we're proud to sponsor the University of Alabama Athletics and prouder to take the field or court with you. Visit cbsbank.com today. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The start of gymnastics season is nearly here as Alabama starts Friday at home against Michigan State at 6 p.m. Fans can purchase both season and single meet tickets online at RollTide.com. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by CBNS Bank. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Everything's been cleared on the roadways, especially on the interstate down at exit 62. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. It's a brand new month with brand new deals at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, and I'm Captain Ray. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special... If you see conditions, of course, give me a call.